Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongakadu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of June 12, 2020. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And Luna. Hey, everyone. Oginki. I'm alive. Woo, woo, woo. Watashimo. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Woohoo! It's yeah. Friday. What have we been listening to? Let's start with you, Luna. I haven't been listening to much. So I got Millet's Eyes album in the mail, and that's been on repeat pretty much all week when I've had to go places. That album is phenomenal, and it is everything I hope for and more, and I almost muted myself on accident. So I've also been listening to a little bit of Cream, mainly because Banana has been my summer song. And Girl Like Me has been popping up. And also listening to some Yayoi Diamond and some Kira. And Miyu. I went back to my lovely music corner because she's such a beautiful voice. And that's pretty much it for me this week. What about you, Gray? So I've been listening to a little bit of LOL and a little bit of color creation. You know, getting the Goldie Oldies back up and running. And I just been listening to just a little bit of everything as of late. I've been listening to this week's MC, which we will talk about, which is a very recent discovery of mine, but they, they have one song I absolutely fell in love with, but I think the rest of their stuff is to die for as well, but we'll get into that later. But it, it's nothing too, too crazy. What have you been listening to, Ken? I've been listening to a various amount of things. I've been listening to Addiction again to continue on from last week then i've been listening to kemi doll which i know you would probably like luna and after that i've been going on to you igarashi leslie but gold her i die again with life goes on and then hikaru utada with time a little bit of tendre with life and then official hige with parabola but a little bit of everything here and there but yeah with that let's continue on to the articles here and with that i am first and going on up to the lovely vocalist sayuri announced that she will be releasing a brand new track titled aoibashi across all digital music streaming platforms currently it was being used for the ending theme song for the slice of life anime sing yesterday to me and is the latest release done by the vocalist since her first album may back in june the track complements of what the theme of what is love and it kind of toys with that instinct and kind of brings it, everything out to fruition. You can check out all the information about that on our site, along with the teaser for May on our site as well. All right, moving on up to our next article. We're going to be talking about six-member girl group, Hiragana Kamiyato, as they have dropped their second music video called Superhero. Hiragana Kamiyato is the younger sister group of more famous group uh kamiyato and they only formed this group last year so this is a very interesting music video and it's not really tied to any upcoming release or whatnot it's just something fun that they decided to drop in the middle of the lockdown so definitely give this a check music corner alum syrup announced that he will be releasing a brand new track titled hopeless romantic across all digital music streaming platforms this will be the latest release done by the vocalist since his ep ciy back in march and will be his first single release of 2020 you can check out all the information about this on our site it is very 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 good i love it very so much 
And continuing on to vocalist Ryota Kaizo released a music video for his track Suiteki na Hitoyo on his official YouTube channel. Current released on all digital music streaming platforms with a physical release sent for this past week on June 10th. This will be the latest release done by the vocalist since his mini album I no Kantachi back in June of last year and it's his second single overall. You can check out all the information along with the digital music streaming site links and the pre-order links for the single on our site as well. Continuing on up to the vocalist, Sano Ibuki released a music video for his track Jewelry on his official YouTube channel. Attached to his first EP Symbol which dropped several weeks back on the 13th, the track takes a much more electronica feel and is brilliantly paired with Ibuki's impressive vocals. You can check out more information along with the music video for Jewelry on our site. And following the release for their trap dropout, the four-member pop rock band Seikai no Owari announced that they will be releasing a brand new track titled Umbrella across all digital music streaming platforms, currently being used as the theme song for the suspense drama Ryu no Michi Futatsu no Kao o Fukashitsuwa. The track is paired as a double A-side release for June 24th. The release being dubbed as Umbrella slash Dropout will be the release latest release done by the group since I back in February of last year and will be their 15th single overall. It will release with three editions and you can check out all the information about that on our site along with the lyric video for Dropout on our site as well. Vocalist Unknown Kun announced that he will be dropping a brand new single titled Stay Forever on July 8th. This will be the latest release done by the artist since his EP Who Is Me back in October of last year and will be his latest digital release since Lost Sheep back in January and is currently being used for the cosmetic company Shiseido's upcoming product Anessa's commercial song. You can check out all the information about this on our site along with the lyric video for his track number 5 as well. And continuing on up to industry legend Shisako Mikami announced that she'll be releasing not only a single Redburn slash trajectory Kiseki on June 19th, but a brand new album called Emergence on October 7th. Both releases will be used to celebrate Mikami's 20th anniversary in the music industry, and currently Redburn is set to be used as Fukuoka Red Hope's cheer song for the upcoming season. If you guys don't know, Fukuoka Red Hopes are a baseball team, and probably be the only baseball we see along with the Korean Baseball League. Which is sad. I'm very sad about no baseball. I'm very sad about that. I am too. As you know, we got a decent team where I live and I'm very upset about this. <laughs> I love baseball and I love watching it. So I'm so sad. <laughs> yeah, because they couldn't agree on the pay. That's the only reason why the uh, stupid holdout is happening. Uh-huh. But reg- regardless, to hype up the release, the track will be released on all digital music streaming platforms. And you can check out all the information about that on our site, along with the music video for her track Snow Letter on our site as well. Alright, so next up is Bradio. Those of you who don't know, they're a Japanese funk rock group. It has released a special stay-at-home session of their track Sugar Spot to promote staying at home during this COVID pandemic. And this is also part of their 10th anniversary release, which they had they kicked off their tour earliest earlier this year which you can check that tour on out on youtube if you haven't yet but i would check out their home session of sugar spot which was included on their second demo single dance and soul which came out in 2012 
And continuing on up to vocalist Mia's solo project, Sangotsu no Fantasia, released a music video for her track, Gyakusama no Lady, on her official YouTube channel. Released a couple weeks ago through all digital music streaming platforms, the song was the latest release done by Sangotsu no Fantasia since her track, Kemuri, back in January. You can check out all the information about that along with the lyric video and the digital music streaming links on our site as well. Alright, next up is Japanese rapper and music corner alum Sanadi is releasing his first physical single and actually had released it on May 30th. It is currently available on all digital platforms, Hero, and it as it is the first physical release since his album 16, which came out in June of 2019. This has been chosen as the main theme song for the TV drama Itoshi no Nira. And the track is about pain and romance from a world view. And you can hear many of the motions in it, Sonati has. You can check out the track listing and the limited edition comes with a special DVD of Sonati's live tour 16. You can check out all that full track listing along with the teaser video for Hero on our site. After the success of his album Azalea, vocalist Shin announced that he will be releasing a brand new single titled Re on August 5th. Famously known during his time for the visual K band Vivid, Shin will be reunited with his basis of the band E for this release. Under the new moniker MTR, the, the bassist will be handling the composition for this release with Shin writing the track himself. And lovely taking the meaning of Re as reunion, the vocalist hopes that fans will enjoy the rekindling of the duo for this single. The single will release with two editions, and you can check out all that on our site, along with the music video for his track Hana on our site as well. Alright, so Sky High marvels the world with his YouTube tour releases. Those of you who don't know, he is a Japanese vocalist, rapper, and member of the group AAA, which we have recently covered in our Artist Spotlight. If you have not checked that out yet, it is currently live. He gave sp- fans a special treat with the release of all his previously released tours from 2018, 2017, 2016, and 2015 on YouTube. And this is due to the COVID-2019. It is a good way to stay at home. He also released informa- more information on his Sky High The Best. It was delayed until September 23rd of this year. And you can check out all the pre-order links for on our site for this as well. And you can read a little bit more about the extra activity Sky, has, Sky High has been participating in. And with that, let's continue on to the music corner here. And this week, Gray, you... We're lucky to bless up with your duo, so go right ahead and explain who they are. Uh, yeah, so uh, this week, I kind of stumbled across these guys, and I, I wound up really falling in love with them, so I wanted to go ahead and give them a shout-out and, and stuff. So today we're going to be talking about Maruri uh, To Ryuga, and they are a co-ed music duo uh, that obviously is composed of Maruri and uh, Ryuga. So, uh, Maruri and Ryuga came together in April of 2018, and they are currently signed under EMI Records, which is a subsidiary of Universal Music Group. Uh, Maruri got started at a young age singing in the chorus and continued until her third grade year in high school. So, 
she she done a lot of singing throughout most of her life and Ryuga was really really into singing karaoke and fun fact he actually spent a brief period studying abroad in New York while he was in high school so they're only 21 22 years old and they just have this really really wonderful voice I was stumbling across them one night and I had listened to their latest song Sunny and I really liked it but then I got to Hajimari no Uta and I I my socks were just blown I I that was like really like the moment that I was like okay these guys are just absolutely insane so Maruri's voice is really just majestic and powerful and Ryuga is just has this gentle voice and they're just able to come together and sing and they when they harmonize it just sounds so well and it just really creates this experience that it's really hard to encapsulate and talk about but it, it's just really phenomenal voice work that these two do and they're so young they literally just started their music careers and for a group this early on in their music career to be able to perform in this manner is just really outstanding the only direction they can go is up as they gain more time and practice so i i think in a few years these guys are just going to blow up and be huge there you can find all their music on apple music spotify a lot of the listening services uh you can also check out their latest news and updates on their official website along with their twitter i've been eager to hear what you guys think uh what you y'all's thoughts are so luna why don't you tell me what your thoughts are on maruri to ryuga I thought they were a really good choice, so I love their vocals, as I thought it would be way more upbeat techno, but they reminded me of a more relaxing type of music, such as Momoon type of thing, and I thought Marurui's vocals were freaking phenomenal, and it gave this like happy-go-lucky, peaceful feeling, and I think I needed that this week, because it was very cheerful, and upbeat, and cute, so I didn't really know what to expect by them, so I was pleasantly surprised. I'm looking forward to them making more of their music readily available, as a lot of it's YouTube premium only, which disappointed me. But I, I enjoyed them quite a lot, and I thought their harmonizations were great, even though you don't really hear the Yuga that much. I think Marurui has it set. I mean, they both are such a great combination in their harmonizations and their vocals blend so well with the compositions, which is what I found very enjoyable. Haji Maru no Uta was super cute. That was the first one I heard by them. And the one that popped up on YouTube first, that one was really good. And there was another one that was freaking adorable called was it Sunny? Yeah. And that was their newest track, and I like that, but I still think Hajimaru, Hajimari no Uta was my favorite yeah, one so far. Yeah, yeah. I, I was talking about this with Ken pre-show, and uh, he, he was talking to me about them, and I was like, it's like, I really wound up liking like all of their second EP. I think their second EP is just 
really amazing. All six songs, fantastic. You can you can label just about any of them. But for me, like Hajimari no Uta was just like that catalyzation point for me, where it's just like, bam, okay, I've got to really like daggum. This song is just absolutely fantastic, and I, I will say there are some parts where it, like Maruri unfortunately does start to drown out Ryuga. It does happen a couple of times. It that that is like the biggest thing I I would like say about them in that regard but yeah and i noticed that as well because i hear more of her than i do him and i can I, I can make the distinct the distinguishment between them however she does drown him out vocal wise as you really pay attention to her vocals because they are so strong and powerful and he can match that but only to some extent and i think that was the one thing it was hard and the distinguishing wise is when you're listening to them you really hear her more than yeah. anyone however i still think they both did like vocal wise they have a very similar voice which makes for such a nice blend yeah and it, it's very song by song basis because there's some songs where he has a much more powerful presence than she does and stuff like that so i think it's depending on the song composition and what the song calls for and stuff like that. It's very case-by-case basis. But specifically in Hajimari no Uta, they're like, especially like when they're harmonizing, which sounds amazing, you can hear her a little bit more than him. But it's it's a, a very, very minor gripe in the, in the long run of, run of things because it's like, hot damn, so good. Well, I and I also just think that it's because of her being more classically trained as a singer than compared to Ryuga. That's that's also possible, yes. So I would think that while, you know, he he does have a good vocal range, it's not going to be compared to someone who was in a chorus and knows how to sing in a a duo or group scenario compared to Ryuga who does karaoke and just sings by himself, yeah? That's a good point. But, you know, going on to my point here, it's it was very difficult for me to kind of get a grasp on them because I, I, I we all know what kind of styles that each of the three of us like for the most part. And when you said that you're recommending this group because of one song, and I'm like, okay, um, I kind of already have the idea of what this type of style song was. I listened to Hajimari no Uta and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I was fairly impressed. And I can tell that the composition was very great. And it really wowed how vocally trained the both of them were. And I listened to the rest of the EP. And it took a while for me to kind of dawn on that. Until I got to Repeat, which is one of the last songs on the EP. Where it just goes, oh. Yeah, they, they're a diamond in the rough with their vocal skills. And they are most they are more much more emotionally driven singers than what I thought. With Ryuga and his much more encompassing and majestic composition that they posed for them over the this last EP, it was very interesting to see the contrast for both. So I can't wait to see what the next style that they're gonna approach or if this is gonna be their their stagnant style. Or how they're going to evolve. But we'll, we'll see. Because I'm highly anticipating to see what their next release is. Because I, I won't be able to kind of judge them on 
on just two two EPs, yeah. Yeah, two but, EPs and three singles. Yeah. Oh well, the singles were encompassed in the EPs. Yeah. Yeah, minus Sunny. Sunny's like the only one that's kind of standalone. Yeah. But yes. Yeah, because it's much much more newer song, yeah. but. Yeah, so whenever they have their new EP, it'll be very interesting to see what kind of style or their next step, so to speak, of what their sound is. Because they're, they're like a little, they're, they're feeling their way out in the industry. And that's one thing that you'll, you'll see over time of how groups will change and evolve and how they feel what their style is. Like, case in point, we didn't know about AAA until like the third album. Yeah, it, it took, it takes a while. And, you know, going back to like you know what we were talking about is you know the fact that they they are young, they're very very in the early stages of their career, and they have a lot of room to mature, and and it'll be very interesting to see how they mature vocally and musically as well. See, nonetheless, and yeah, thank you so much for introducing us to Maruri Toruga. Thank you so much, Gray. They were very interesting, and I look forward to seeing more from them in the future. Yeah, no, you guys are welcome. I'm just glad you guys really enjoyed them. And yeah, we're, we're, I am looking forward to see what they do next. Yeah. With that, let's continue on to the Oricon here. And it's it's something. It's a week. It's it, it's a weird week. Like we're starting to see really. a little bit of shake up, which is nice. Not much, but a little bit. You know, two new tracks maybe. But yeah, with that, let's go on to number 10, and it is Harushion by Yaoi Soba. Not much what we can say here, yeah. <laughs> nope, I think no. we've said it, but I still like Yao Sobi. Yeah. She's so cute. They, they do good stuff. I'm glad to see that they're still on here. Uh, it, it looks like this might be the last time we get to talk about them, sadly, but hopefully not. Nah, she like dips in and out for some strange reason. So, because this happened the last time where she was gone for like a week or two, and then she came back. I have a feeling she'll be back because I noticed her trending a lot lately on Twitter. Regardless, this week it sold a lovely eleven thousand eight hundred and fifty-nine points, and going on up to Hakujitsu once again by King New. Nothing more we can say about it. It's King New. It's their their best song. Yep, yep. it's there. It's thing. But yeah, this week it sold a lovely 12,127 points. And going on up to number 8, it is Pretender by Official Hige Dandism. Can't say much to this one also. Yeah. <laughs> nope, we've said what we can said. It's still on here. We love you somewhat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next one's a, a goldie oldie. <laughs> but regardless, Pretender sold a lovely 12,992 points. And going on up to HKT48 latest track 3-2 and i mean it is what it is i mean this is still their beginning song for their next set it's very interesting to see what the 48s are going to do now because they are literally pushing the reset button on a lot of their tracks yeah a lot of their groups anyway yeah yeah i I like the song i i think it's uh it doesn't really stand out too too much but it, it's not a bad song. I, I don't think it's like really bad. It's just very much in the will. Ha- I guess the will house. I guess is what you could say would be like the HKT forty eight family and stuff like that. Like it doesn't sound like it's breaking the mold per se or doing anything radically different. But it's leaning on older styles, which isn't too bad. Well, you know the thing is with this. Um, I, I don't want to get into this right now. <laughs> um, 
it's what the 48 system is going to make and that that that's what we're going to need right now because like i said it is a proverbial restart for their system because this is the latest track after sasha Dorino graduated yeah so it, it, it's a nice hello so to speak but it is what it is. Regardless, this week it sold a lovely 13,262 points. Going on up to number 6, it is I Love for official Higedondism. They're, they're probably their best song. Yeah, I will and agree with their that. Their only song as of right now. But this week it sold a lovely 14,010 points. And going on up to More and More by Twice. Now, this is a very interesting thing as... This is the first full Korean track that we actually covered. Yes, it is. And is it weird that I'm excited about this just because I went back my down my K-pop hole again? I mean, that there's your reason because you went down the K-pop hole. but I did. I, I mean, I, I know for... Because the Oricon chart takes anything from streaming and digital. So it also took international also. And my friend was pretty much listening to this nonstop as well. And it's interesting to see that, you know, the toy train ain't stopping anytime soon. It more so the uh, distance makes the fa- heart fonder, so to speak. Yes, it does. And I know a lot of people who are really into Twice, and a lot of them are very American. So I've seen, I saw this song pop up as well. And I'm hit or miss on Twice, mainly because it brings me back to Kata and Girls' Generation and My Days and Nose. And this kind of brought me back back to that, and that's more of the vocal aspect of More and More, which I like their harmonies, I like their vocals, I think they're actually a decent group. But then in turn, I go and compare them to the ones I grew up listening to. And I know it's different for another generation who might not have listened to SNSD, Kata, Secret, Rainbow, Miss A, etc., you know, the jewelry, you know, going baby box, like going really far back. And I like Twice, but my issue with is the composition as it's been done before. And I felt like they could have done a little bit more, but the composition is very K-pop. Also very Americanized if you hear it, especially in the dance parts. And that was my issue. I will say I did enjoy it. It was a fun track. And if you're trying to grab an international audience, especially in US, Europe, Korea, you know, with the sound that it is, you're going to grab them with this one. Now, if you're looking for a little something more unique along the J-pop lines and idol industry, you're probably not going to grab someone with the simplicity of the composition. But it would be a fun song to play in a club or a dance party. But it's definitely not my favorite track by them as it didn't catch me as much as like TT or Candy. That, that, that's that's my issue with Twice is, you know, there are more memorable songs, but I'm glad to see an actual Korean song make it on here and it shows how international they are and how many people listen to them. So that enough, I think, is amazing. It may not be their best one, but just seeing it make it is a showcase to, hey, maybe people check out some of the other K-pop groups later that are very well-loved and that Twice is probably inspired by. Yeah, I, I don't know. This this song for me was just okay. I, I did not love it. I, I didn't outright hate it either, but it has a very, what I like to refer to as a very min- minimalistic style, especially when it comes to the composition. It's mostly just a lot of beeping and booping. 
And there's there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just not something I really enjoy to listen to. I do think the vocal work that the girls do is, is pretty solid, and it it, it the, you do catch the melody more from the way they sing the, cor- the sing the song rather than actually hearing it in the music. But I don't know. For me, there's just not really a whole lot to say about it. it it's okay. I I don't know if I'd run out and buy it, but it's it's here twice is very hit and miss with me they have songs that i love and they have songs that i just don't think really make the cut so you know this is a miss and there's nothing wrong with that so apparently the the encompassed a very different sound to what fans are used to with this song for korean style so a lot of people did like it that way and it's interesting to say the least because you know i don't I don't I don't listen to the K-pop all too much anymore and it's interesting to listen to see how K-pop evolved from what back in the mid-aughts and mid to the the teens aughts and stuff. It's interesting to see it that way in the evolution of that style. But it, it's it's all right. I'm not going to go out and buy it so to speak. It's it it does its job. It makes their their presence so to speak more noticeable and they are going to have a japanese release fairly soon within the next month so we might see a a japanese version of this song soon and they might change it but who knows but regardless more and more so they lovely 15,066 points and going on up it is number four once again gorenge by lisa nothing more we can change about that she's doing still very very popular of what this song is I mean, not much other songs had stood out for anime anyway. Well, this this week it's so they lovely 18,830 points. And going on up once again, it is Kasui by Eito at number three. Nothing more we can say about this. He's doing great at what he's doing and wish him all the more better for his next release. Kasui so they lovely 22,317 points. And number two, once again, it is Yodu ni Kakeru by Yao Sobi. Once again, nothing much more we can say here. Yao Sobi is on a dominant role during the stay-at-home movement parts of the charts here, making it very solid and consistent for that matter. But this week, Yodu ni Kakeru Sote Lovely, 32,285 points. And going on up to number one, it is... Top the Japanese version by the Korean group Stray Kids. Now, what did we think about this song? <laughs> I can go first. So I didn't care for it. I'm just gonna say that I did like the chorus, but I felt like that was the only redeemable, redeemable, God, darn, I can't talk tonight. Redeemable part to me is they did show they do have some vocal skills there. However, I think my issue with the song is I feel like they're trying to piggyback off BTS's fame as they reminded me of very BTS. However, I will say their rap work was par or subpar to BTS. It wasn't as good as them. And I felt like the song was mainly meant to showcase maybe their maybe their music video more than their actual vocal capabilities is when you first hear it and you hear that guy the the i don't know if he's the lead rapper start to rap and to me it wasn't rap and he in a way his voice reminded me of t.o.p from big bang however t.o.p does have a deeper rap voice but he doesn't scream it and this dude was like screaming it like trying to scream rap and i'm like what 
am I listening to? So, and then it kind of broke a little bit from there. And the chorus part, you know, smoothed it out. And it went back to some of the rap. And I just felt like there was a lot of things wrong with this. It just, it felt suit too similar to other groups. And it just felt, in a way, like copycat, but subpar copycat. And I thought their dancing skills were fantastic. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're, they have some mad skills there. It just wasn't for me. And I didn't care for the song. I will say I want to give them a second chance. This is their first Japanese single and I'm not going to judge them on that. And I would like to see what else they can do in the future but this one just didn't do it for me and I was hoping for a little bit more because I did I wouldn't have minded some some good k-pop in there but I'm just gonna stick with my old school stuff okay so I want to be upfront about how I feel about the song I did not like it but uh, I'm gonna be probably the most positive of the three of us to talk about this song so it it does have a lot of issues and it's not I would never sit here and ever really refer to this as being a good song, but I did feel like the chorus was pretty catchy. It does have a solid hook. The composition at least is there, which is nice, which I, I think is like the one thing that really got to me was I just really did not like the composition style that Twice had. So when I heard this song, it was automatically an improvement because it's like, well, at least there's a composition here. So I, I did enjoy the composition and I thought the rapping was fine it was a very different style than what i'm used to and it's not even the style of rapping i like but i thought it worked sort of in a weird way it got the job done i don't know if i don't know if i would listen to a ton of that or if that's something i would like to listen to on a regular basis but for this one song i was like eh, you know it's he's not doing it the whole song it's just like certain pieces and it works for what it what he's trying to do so for me, I, I didn't outright hate the song or really just like vehemently dislike it. I just felt like it, it's okay. It, it could, there's a lot of things that it's doing that I don't care much for, but there's a couple of things here and there that I, I think kind of work. And, you know, I, I can live with that. Like I said, I, I liked it more than the Twice song. And, and, and even then, it's still just, it's okay. It's not really like I wouldn't go out today and buy buy this by any means. It's it's not that good. I'm not gonna go out and listen to it on repeat. It, it's but it, it gets the job done. I guess it, it's fine. I mean, I feel like it's more of a flash in the pan than anything. Yeah. Of what what it, it feels like a it's there kind of thing. And you know, like what Luna said, this is the first Japanese single, so I mean I can't really I really shouldn't try to be too hard on them about it. And it was for the a very popular anime that is the only anime that is airing right now, Tower of God. And it's I I just don't know how I really, really do feel about this song. It's fashion. It's a flash in the pan of what pop is for K-pop, and unfortunately, it's not the style of K-pop that I like. I've I've gone about this adamantly through through the years that we've done this. Is you're gonna impress me more about a vocal heavy composition than a dance heavy composition, 
And that's the only way you're going to win me. BTS has done that. There was a couple, there was another Korean group that did that for me. But it it was a vocal heavy track and an, a slower composition. And that, that's what I really need. I don't need this flash in a paw k-pop overwhelming dance style for this leave it to B bts bts has it on lock at this point but i mean regardless it's all right for a debuting japanese single and it is a part of a very popular anime it's the only anime that's airing besides sing yesterday to you but this it was all right i i think the the only thing that i got out of it if i was watching the music video was the the chorus dance i, I the it's the only the wave thing that they were trying to do it was pretty cool that that's the only thing that i'll agree on that would really draw me to this group but even so i'll need i need a couple more listens from other tracks by them regardless top the japanese version so they lovely 37,973 points that let's see how well the albums did here i'm excited for these because as you know something dropped this past week that i was like ecstatic about well, I mean, you you were helping it. <laughs> oh, of course I did. If I could afford it, I would have bought every edition, but I can't afford that. But That's yeah, going on up to number 10, it is the Bang Dream Girl, Bam Party Girl, Paw Collection Volume 4. We talked about this last week. Morphonica, right, is what we agreed how we pronounce Morphonica. it. Morphonica. <laughs> Morphonica, yeah, man. But yeah. Uh, at number 10, Juju, Your Story. Yay, at number 9, will probably be one of the last, last time we'll see it, unfortunately. But Ceremony with King New at number 8. Fuji Kaze with Hurt Ever, Hurt Never at number 7. Lady Gaga's Kuromantika. Kuromantika's album at number 6. Even our editor didn't really like this. It, she said it was different and i was like oh, okay i want to <laughs> check it out because i do like lady gaga and i own a lot of her stuff so I, i'm curious but i haven't actually bought it yeah our editor who's a huge gaga person was like eh, is iffy okay i won't put my yeah, hopes high because she was like yeah it's good to experiment but it wasn't really good so i was like oh, okay but yeah continuing on to number five it is fantastic x mini album it's their new monster well, x's new mi mini album korean one anyway you can get this in the u.s by the way i, I saw it at target oh well, that tells me that i can't play it on twitch now so good on them number four is traveler by official higidanda's um uh, number three it's made by sayuri yeah yay, yay i'm really glad to it. see her on there yes 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 er it's it's really good to see someone that kind of just started as anime singer and now is kind of blossoming into her own style. So hopefully we'll get to see more of her. And <laughs> maybe this is why it mm -hmm. was on. <laughs> I'm sure it was. Everyone yeah, so more and more the ninth al album. So I would think that the physical copy of this was driving the sales and the digital only for the single size was was the reason why I got up there at number two for Twice's stuff anyway. And number nine, it is Eyes by our good old Music Corner alum Millet. Yay, I'm so happy. If you guys haven't checked out this album, it is fantastic. I love it. Like, every track is gold. And even though you've heard most of them, it is amazing. She did a knockout job. Sorry, I just had to get that out there. I am in love with this album. So I'm looking forward to a, a review, huh? <laughs> you will get one because the funny thing is, is I've listened to my physical copy in the car. And while I was working in the garage, I actually had it playing on Apple Music as well. <laughs> so I've like double contributed. 
It is amazing. And I've been recommending this album to a lot of people I know because she just did a knockout job. Even if people aren't super into J-pop, I think a lot of people can relate to some of the songs. And her vocal skills are just on point. And I... I cannot say enough about how much I love her right now. But yeah, with that, congratulations to Millet there. We've been championing her on the sidelines for far enough, so good for her to make it to the spotlight at number one. But with that, I want to say thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Ongakari Uyu. You can find it at all the lovely social media stuff at Instagram and Twitter at Ongakuriyu. You can find the website at ongakuriyu.com. You can find us on YouTube where... We posted our anime episode, which is exclusively only for YouTube, our anime theme songs for winter 2020, to be precise. So take a look at that and tell us how we did. You can follow our lovely affiliates, Koryu Hunter. He is a Twitch streamer who does all the spooky horror stuff and unique stuff. Go check him out at twitch.tv slash Hunter K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also check out our other affiliate, TimberTaff, who is a Twitch streamer in his own right. And you can check him out at twitch.tv slash TimberTaff, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. And our lovely affiliate, Rose, who is your sister, Luna. And she mostly streams the Minecraft, the RuneScape. And Monster Hunter. And And Monster Hunter. And some art, but she's been working 40 hours this week, so I don't know if she's she's uh gotten back to that but i know she was wanting to try something new as that steam sale is going to be coming up soon but yeah you can find her at twitch.tv slash rainstar kitty r-a-i-n-s-t-a-r-k-i-t-t-y you can also find the podcast that i do with lou and and timber called potasaurus this week it was just me and lou and another our official fourth member of the podcast. Fangirl has no name. I have to edit all this so I can add her in later on. But yeah, you can hear all of our comments. Here is a sneak peek of just some of the topics that we talked about on on the lovely podcast here. We talked about flip phone comparisons, downloading ringtones, and iPhone versus Android. If you want to hear me talk about a shoe bell for some strange reason because they look like Muppets. Go check it out on Potasaurus on all the lovely podcast services. But yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at OTYCan1 where I am just yelling into the moon about Bang Dream and Seiyu's and PlayStation 5 and how my new futuristic router is going to look very, very nice to my new soundbar that is the Xbox One X series x thing but where can we find you guys you can find me on a couple different platforms so i'm luna maria 87 on twitter letterboxd my anime list and anime planet and i am nerdy collector luna on instagram and how about you gray and you can find me on twitter on gaku gray where i tweet about what i'm listening to what i'm watching all that fun jazz and if you haven't had a chance to check it out yet, it is live. Uh, please check out the Triple A Artist Spotlight. I put a lot of time and effort into that, and I hope everyone enjoys it. And just looking forward. Thank you. But yeah, with that, I want to say once again, thank you so very much for listening to this week's episode of Ungakudu. I'm your host, Sen, saying thank you very much, and have a great day. Aloha. This is Luna. I hope everyone had a great time listening to today's episode. I hope, thank you again, and I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. 
This is Luna signing off. Ja matane. And this is great. Hope everyone has a safe and fun week and we'll be back here next week. Have fun.